following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. Let's just say hi to everybody and hi well, to the chat Well, don't forget to introduce Astro. Um, first, we have our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. And my assistant, Astro, who's seated next to me. And we put a pillow up there for our him. Our seven-pound little terrier poodle mix. And he was a rescue. And he's the best thing we ever rescued. Please go out and rescue a dog. They give so much love. And, you know, everybody needs love. Right, Astro? Give me a kiss. Absolutely. So you get those lips and you feel so good when they kiss you. Okay, folks, so, we're getting for a good show today, I hope. Absolutely. Let's say hi to the chat room. Lots of people in the chat room. First, say good. hi to, to uh, B. Claudia is in Germany. Hello, B. Cindy Lady Lake is in right. Florida. Teresa Sabin's in Florida. Don Hinn's in California. Um, and Angie Baby will not be with us in the chat room because she's an astronaut now going to the moon or Mars. No, really, she's working. Uh, she has a job now working with astronauts, I believe, in Colorado, something to do with the space shuttle. I think that's exciting. So good luck, Angie Baby. Good luck to you. JB, Julia's in the chat room. Backpack John, Boomer Mays, the uh, football players in the chat room. I don't know. It's not. It's going fast, but everybody's in there. They say they like our shirts. Don says no watch. No, no, he doesn't have a watch on. No, you know why? I was. I moved. I can't. Well, I really can't say what I'm saying because then I will give away where our safe is, and we have a safe here that nobody could ever find. Anyway, I didn't have time to get to the safe to get out my Mighty Mouse watch because that's what I was going to wear. Because this is a Shazam shirt which is a Jimmy Star original. Jimmy made this for me years ago because we named our big dog Shazam, and I love Shazam. So Jimmy made this for me, and it's an olive green sort of wash T-shirt with the blue trim, and in the front of it is a big Shazam. Could you get any Shazamier than that? And then hanging from it almost looks like what a rabbi has. <clears throat> Excuse me. String. Strings hanging from it. The same color strings as I in used the to net. do that on everything. Yeah, so it's kind of like a little rabbi. My signature, my signature, and my shirt says Brooklyn Rumble. It's a tiger. Right, but mine it. is a Jimmy Star original. Unfortunately, folks, he's no longer producing them, so you cannot get them. But I believe there's a site that you could go on where Jimmy may have some stuff left. Is that true, Jim? No. Oh, it's all gone. It's you gone. sold everything. Yeah. Every piece. What a shame, because he really had some wonderful stuff. Maybe we can talk him into manufacturing again one day. He needs backers. So if anybody's out there that wants to back a lot of money into him, you know, you can. He does beautiful work. And he sells. And he sells expensively. That's the part I don't like. Uh, you know, I like T-shirts for 4 dollars 
and then Jimmy laughs about that when I say, can't you make a T-shirt for four ninety nine? Give a shout out to uh, Stefan is listening on the W4CY because he can't get in the chat room. So what's up, Stefan? Hey, Stefan. And I want to thank everybody for uh, hitting the Jimmy Stars World website because uh, we've been putting out a lot of new material on there. And we got like almost a million hits, I think, in the last week. So thanks, again, everybody, for doing that. I must say, when Jimmy and I fight on this show and I get really ornery and nasty, it's not real. So please, folks, don't be offended or upset and say that Ron Russell's so mean to that Jimmy Starr. Watch, I'll do it again. Listen, Jimmy, don't you direct me around. I mean, I don't want you to direct me. You understand? I'm going to put this fucking mic right up your ass if you direct. See how I do that? It's called acting. He can turn it on in a second. I'm an actor. And he's like the greatest actor on the planet. Yeah, and I do that because it excites a lot of crazies out there. I get fan mail saying, I love when you and Jimmy fight. It turns me on. It's funny. It's hilarious. Especially when you call him nicknames like Miss Queenus or Queenetta or, or Mariconetta. <laughs> they, they love it. Why are we so dark, Jim? We're not dark. I look dark. I don't know. How come I, I, I we're not light, lit right? Anyway, I, cut I all, can make that brighter. I cut all my hair off, folks. Couldn't stand it anymore. I mean, years ago, I had shoulder length hair and I used to pull it in a ponytail. It was okay. Now, with this sort of medium length hair, it's oh, that's better, Jim. Oh, yeah, much better. Okay. Uh, we, you know, it, it itches. It itches me like crazy. I think when you get old, your hair turns into cotton candy. I used to have beautiful, thick, wavy oily hair italian you know very wavy and beautiful now i have like cotton ball i look like a q-tip <laughs> no really that's what happened one time i went to the movies here in palm springs and a friend of mine said my god look at this room it looks like a box of q-tips because everybody was old with white heads that was funny then if you're not funny funny screw you anyway so we want to um uh, we want to tell everybody. So we have two great. Are we guests. still dark, or am I losing my vision? I don't know. Am I going blind, it's folks not... out there? Do we look dark to you? They said we look great. We don't look bright. We look dark, Jimmy. That's it. Up those lights. You usually don't tell no, me. it's still not bright. I think that's, I'm losing my that's vision. As bright as it's gonna get. I think I'm getting going blind. Oh, uh, we're a little bit crooked again. She says, "Okay, you're crooked." One day we'll have a studio again, okay. and we'll go to a studio. Thanks. Thanks, Roxy. So I, and maybe it's my vision, but I see us as dark. Um, Do you think I'm losing my sight? Uh, no, we're fine. Look at it. You know, it happens when you turn it's just so, 40. It's hard to see it now because that's so bright. No, when you turn 40, you know, you start to lose your they sight. They say it's bright enough. Um, so so um, listen, everybody, we got a fun show for you guys. We have uh, Danny Pintaro coming on. If you guys remember that show, Who's the Boss? Uh, he was one of the stars of Who's the Boss for many, many years on television. Um, he was also uh, one of the stars of Cujo, which is like an awesome movie with D. Wallace. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then for all you horror fans out there, we have uh, James Jude Courtney coming on, who is Michael Myers in Halloween, Halloween wow. Kills, and the new one, Halloween Ends. Um, and so I think that's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. I know Don Hinton's going to like him a lot. She's a horror fanatic like I am, so it should be a lot of fun. That was pronounced Dawn. He pronounces Dawn as Don. Don. It's not D-O-N. That's a man. D-A-W-N. She's Dawn. Pronounce the W. Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> Just like when he says whores. Horror. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. I mean, he said like, oh, she's a big whore fan. And people say she's a whore. I mean, a whore fan. And I said, no, not whore. He pronounces horror as whore. 
horror. Anyway. It's a Florida accent. You know, down in Florida, they're not educated well. Yeah, right. So we also want to give a shout out to B. Claudia, you guys. Pretty soon we're going to be launching uh, Jimmy Ronsters. That's our uh, our Twitter, and that's the fan club B. Instead, and she's actually made a website for us. Um, it's beautiful. We don't have it all quite ready to go like live yet, but lots of people contributed like quotes and stuff for it, and she put a lot of effort into it. And so hopefully by next week we're going to actually I'm telling you, B, debut B, JimmyRonsters.com. You got to go in business, B. She is in business. No, I mean for doing this for everybody and charge them because she really puts out a lot of work for a lot of people who I think sort of take it for granted. A, a, a lot of people are in Florida too. No, but they take it for granted, a lot of people, the nice things that she does. And it's like, She's oh, that's B. She's cool. You know, give her a little bit more than cool. B really works hard to make everybody known to she everybody. There's a company called Elf's Lab, you guys, and she's And phenomenal. please support her. So if you're out there and you need PR and you no, want to be. PR. Well, it's sort of a PR. No, graphics. Graphics and design yeah, and websites. She writes about everybody. She gives free PR, babe. That's PR. When you write about someone and say nice things about them, that's publicity. And that falls under the headline of see how we're going to fight now. Watch, watch me turn it on. Listen, Jimmy, don't yeah. you argue with me anymore because I've had enough of you. <laughs> I don't, I will not argue. I'm divorcing you. Hey, everybody has it. Give me some money for a divorce. I can't stand him. Please help me get me out of this marriage. I'm just see how nice it is to Ooh, act. Love Acting me. is fun. I that's why I cut my hair, folks, because I'm soon to start a new movie of which I'm not allowed to speak of. And I have to be sort of, um, uh, shall I say, strange looking as a very strange character who uh who a, a character who is suddenly discovering something that it will kill everyone in the planet earth mm -hmm. that's what it is so of course i don't wear it this way i wear the front straight back with the short sides and it looks very effective it, it looks very very uh, intense that's the word anyway when the film is ready to be shot we will well we won't talk about it while we're shooting it because we're not allowed, but we will definitely talk about it when it's over. And the film has to do with not a river. I mean, I mean not a ocean and not a brook. Actually, you can talk about that movie. I can't talk about that movie. Yeah, you can. No, I cannot. Okay. Anyway, it's called Red River. So if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. No, Ming, Ming wrote it. Ming Ballard wrote it. And that was a fabulous director who is going to direct me, and I can't Jennifer wait. James. Je, uh, Jenny James, who I love, a uh, brilliant director. And Jack O'Halloran's in it. And Jack O'Halloran is in it. He's the star of it. We can't give too much away. They're going to get me in trouble. You know, Big Mouth now. Really They're all in there saying that I need a little trim for my hair. He needs to be trimmed yeah, also. I need, it, I need it too, you guys. He, but I'm going to keep it a little bit longer. He needs two things. He needs two things. Three inches added and a trim. Yeah. So we want to also say hello to uh, Dave Hughes. That was a dirty us. joke. <laughs> Dave Hughes has joined us, and I see that our first guest is here. Before we bring him on, hey, let's just do guest. a bit quick. So you guys can listen to the Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And uh, and Jimmy's uh, phone number is in Macy's bathroom in the men's room in the stall. No, it's Yes, it is. If for a good time, call this number. Yeah, it's your number. Right. Well, anyway, we're all, we're all over. We really have gone from a little teeny weeny radio station in Florida to big time. I mean, you know, being Emmy nominated and being third three years in a row, the best uh, web show. I'm I'm proud of us. I really am. It took a lot of years. Actually, you know, though, Dean Station back when I started. Uh, it's not a little anything. Well, to me, it's, it was little. I came from Hollywood for major movies. Uh, well, it's 13th anyway. Yeah, so well, I came from like, you know, 
out of the billions of stations, well, though, it's number 13. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty I, ca big. I came from working. <laughs> I came from working with Sophia Loren. Thanks, Dave. Listen, I was working with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter back then. So I came from big time movies. And then I went to this little radio station in Florida, which was a tiny little thing. And now we've built it into this 11 years later. But what I really want to make the point is he's never paid me. Since I started 11 years ago, he's never even given me a biscuit or a, or a Three Musketeers bar, nothing. I work here free. It's called slavery. Yeah. And slaves were free, Jimmy. You're going to get us canceled in a minute. <laughs> no, I'm not. So I asked him for a Tesla. I said, Jimmy, buy me a Tesla for Christmas. And you know what I got for Christmas? A steering wheel. Right. And he said the rest of the car is coming. One day. Now, didn't you want to get that <laughs> steering wheel and toss it like a, a a thing and hit him in the neck with it? <laughs> no. Just I could have flung it across the room. A like biscuit. what do you call those things you throw in the air? Dave Hughes says a biscuit. Laugh out loud. All right, let's bring now, that what up. What do you call guest. those things you throw in the air that a the frisbee. dogs get? Frisbee. I wanted to get the steering wheel like a frisbee and toss it and get him right in the neck and kill him. Anyway. Anyway, we're bringing on our first guest. Here he comes. Hey ho, hello Danny. Say something so we can see if we can hear you. Did you just call me a hoe? Yeah, that's he had that's that Florida. Said, hey ho. Yeah, no, he's got a he's got a Florida accent that sometimes is so thick you want to puke. Oh, don't listen funny. to him. He's the well, hoe, not you. The appropriate way to start. Yes, it is. So Pintaro, is that how I correctly pronounce your last yes. name? Yes. Technically, if you want to be really accurate, you say Pintaro Tabares because. I took my husband's last name, and uh, we share it. But for like stuff like this, it's still. Just oh, so you're Marty Cone. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh, you're one of those sissy men that gets married. How silly is that? Jimmy yeah, that's, getting married. That's ridiculous. That's twice <laughs> in two minutes that you're going to get yourself canceled. God. Yeah. No, but I'm because we're married too. Yeah, but okay. you know what? Which brings me to, could you lend me 3,000 bucks? I need a divorce this bastard. <laughs> I mean, I really want to get a divorce. I'm broke as a bat. I can't afford the divorce. He, no, he abuses me. He puts matches under my fingernails and burns me. Oh, my gosh. That sounds yeah. awful. Well, no, it's not. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Let me I love you already. Let me because do a real a, intro. Wait, you have a great sense of humor. I really do love you. You're going to oh, be hey. fun on our show. So hold I'm on, everybody. Excited. Now we're going to bring on, uh, do my real intro. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented Danny Pintaro. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Um, before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Big mouth Ron. So yes, when, did you, clearly. When, did you, when did you get married? Uh, we're going on nine years. Wow. You were one of no, the first. No, sorry. Time. Eight years. <laughs> so you were uh, one of the first ones to hang yourself. Yes. In new, wow. uh, we, we actually were living in Las Vegas, but not legal there at the time. So we actually flew to California and did it there. Oh, my um, gosh. So, so no, we were, wait, in, wait, we wait. were in Pennsylvania. He's not going to be interested. No, we were in Pennsylvania, and it wasn't legal, and we so drove dull. to New York. Oh, look at your ugly little, a cute little dog. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's Astro. Astro. That's Astro, our, oh, poodle, our rescue our baby. poodle terrier. And oh, he's lovely. seven pounds. He weighs seven pounds, and he's a lovebird. You have a dog, of course. I have three of them. Yes, we do course, too. We, we have three also. <laughs> oh, must nice. be it must must be a gay man this, thing. This is our little dogs. one. This yeah. is our little one, and we have a hundred and thirty pound like Brazilian mastiff, and then we have a thirty-five oh. pound terrier, and then we have a seven pound. And the seven right, pound runs the show. I want to ask you a question. Yeah, that's the same for us. Weren't, yeah. weren't you worried about your career when you came out that you were gay? You know, there are homophobic jerk offs out there. 
Oh, there's a few, yes, especially back then. Right. Um, yeah, came out in I, 2003 on Oprah. That was no, a very, that was, that was that a very was a daring thing. That was a whole other topic. <laughs> oh, we got to go back more than that. 1997 was when. Oh, you came out in 97. Yes, not oh, by uh, not by choice. It was the Inquirer. They had heard that I was exploring my sexuality at Stanford and called and said, literally, look. We've got some scoop, and we're going to write a story about it, whether you like it or not. Do you want to talk to us about it? Imagine. Um, well, I, I so, was. I was. So the, the media was shitty then too. I used to. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to. Imper I used to impersonate Jane Russell, the legend movie star, and I was in a club in Brooklyn, and they raided it, and a picture was taken of me being put into a paddy wagon, and oh, it gosh. was. It was in the movie called the magazine called The Star, and there was the oh, yeah. picture of me, and the star said, "Jane Russell is a man." I mean, you know, and Jane Russell was my best friend. So I showed Jane the picture. She went hysterical laughing. She said, oh, my God, Ron, that's the best. She oh, said, that's God. better than me going to the moon. <laughs> you cannot trust the thing that the stars. Horrible, says. horrible you red can. sheets. They you destroyed can. careers. They oh, were yeah. ruthless people. And you know what? I met one of them, the wife of one of the magazine people. The owners? In Florida, there was a store there where you bought all copycat furniture. I forgot the name of it. And she was in there buying stuff. And we became friendly. And when I found out that her husband was the one that edited and did all of the shit out of Florida, I, oh. wanted, I wanted to really get political and say, how dare you? But not her fault. She just spent his rotten, dirty money. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully she spent a lot of it. So Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, she did. So now where do you live now? You're in Texas, right? Yes, we are in Austin. Oh, that's uh, beautiful there. We we, uh, we always say we don't live in Texas. We live in Austin. There is a very right. big difference. Yes, so there the, is. Uh, the line is starting to get finer and finer with our governor. He's being a real pain in the ass. So. But yeah. you have a, one of the greatest music scenes like in, oh, yeah. in the country in Austin. So we forgot to say, too, we have a chat room filled with people. So please oh. just say hi to everybody in the chat hi, room. Chat room. Hi, everyone. If you have any questions, I'm open. I'll answer anything you got. And they probably will. They'll start throwing stuff. Uh, okay, guys. You are one character that I really appreciate. So, you guys, first of all, in case you don't recognize Danny because he's all grown up now, uh, Danny was oh, one of the. Look, I, I even I have it right here. I'll show you. You, okay, you keep talking, us. and I'll show it. Yeah. Dan Danny was one of the stars of the the hit TV show Who's the Boss that starred Tony Danza, him, Judith Light, um, Catherine Hellman, and Alyssa Milano. And uh, a great show. Everybody, I mean, I don't know anybody who's, uh, you know, older than 25 or 30 who doesn't know the show. It was such a yeah. hit. And you were, how old were you when you were on the show? Uh, I was six when it started and about 15 when it ended. So that's a huge run, too. And, I was, a, run. and I was about 40 when I watched it. Okay. I, I watched it with my daughters. I know, but Let, you went yeah. to 40. because no, my daughter Leslie loved that show. My so you may have been daughter. watching the reruns. No, my daughter Leslie is fifty-two years old. How old she, are you? Okay, then yeah. And she was about seven or eight when we used to watch Who's the Boss. Yeah, perfect. And she then, loved yeah. that show. So Leslie's going to be thrilled that you're on our show. <laughs> Actually, I'm so forty-six. I just turned forty-six. Happy uh, birthday! Oh, well, I'm eighty-one. I'm eighty-one and a half. He's eighty-one, oh, so he could and a half. So I've seen. You don't look a day over eighty-one. I mean, yeah, the, the half, the half, the doctor. My doctor said that to me. Our resident he called me eighty-one and a half. I wanted to punch him in the face. We have. I said the eighty-one is bad, but the half kills me. 
So our our resident perv, our resident perv, Dave Hughes says, oh, Melissa Milano is freaking hot. And she is. And she follows me on Instagram oh, yeah. and stuff. She's very nice. She doesn't guys, work anymore, though. Doesn't yeah, she, she does. She does. She's got, she's got a movie coming out on Thursday. There's a movie coming yeah. out on Netflix Thursday. Is it a movie or a TV series? I oh, I'm not remember. sure. I, I just saw the post this morning that it's coming on. I may think yeah. you're right. I think it's a TV series. So, so first of all. Well, we Italians root for each other. Oh, yeah, so I'm sure. glad that Milano is working. How about you? Okay. You working? Uh, not at well. It, it depends on who you ask, and it depends on the day. Um, <laughs> if you ask me in December or in November, I would tell you yes. I was working as a vet technician. I've been doing that for four years, um, teaching uh, high school students acting and film acting, and driving for Amazon on the side. <laughs> oh, so you, you don't want to do film work anymore. Well, that's why, you know, if you ask me in November, I would say that. But I've made some changes, and uh, we're going to see. This year's hopefully going to be filled with uh, all kinds of new things. We're, we're going to see what happens. Well, I, 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 think you should, I think you should be back in a series because you're a talented fellow. You've had a lot of years' experience, and that's a sin to waste it. And I would love to see you in a series. And guess what? I'd love to see you in a gay series. I have a good That's friend. Great. No, wait a minute. I have a good friend of mine, Stan Zimmerman, who's a writer. You must know his name in Hollywood yes. if you're familiar with Hollywood. Stan has written the 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 Golden Girls in Gay, which is called the uh, Silver Foxes. Silver Foxes. And oh it's gosh, a, I've heard and about it, that. Yeah. Yes, and I was up for one of the characters, which I believe was B. Arthur, because okay. of my. Brooklyn, New York toughness, and it was going to be all about gay people, you know, but, yeah. but intelligently done. And Leslie so, Jordan, I feel like, was somehow. You know, I'm, yes. I'm going to pass your name on to Stan. Okay, great. That would be wonderful. You know, because we want an all-gay cast. You know, today, gays play gays, Indians play Indians, and Martians play Martians. That's how it should be. <laughs> Well, so we're going to do that. Martians, though, that's a good question. Well, when he's when he's got Silver Fox up and running, it will be basically anyone who is gay, is gay. Yeah, in that, for sure. In that show, which is so wonderful. First of all, I put your name. So I I produce a lot of films. I have like nine in different stages of production right now, and I he have. He does. He doesn't and, look it, but and, he's good. And because I have, um, because we have this show. I have ways to get in touch with a lot of celebrities because we have two celebrities on every week without necessarily having to go through agents to find out if they're interested. And I have agents this list destroy of like 400 actors, you know, because people come to me all the time and say, who's been on your show that maybe we could use? So I'll put your name on my list that I, you know, that put out. I would love that. Well, you have a good work credit. You have I lots mean, of good work credits. That's an excellent work credit. That show was a, a big hit. How many years did that show run? Eight years. That's um, a long but, time. That's a yeah. long time for a TV sub uh, situation. Sitcom. The That's only hard part, well, I guess it's not really a hard part, but the only hard part will be that it's just been 20 years since I've done any kind of acting. So I've got to have a good team of people behind me who are like really ready and willing to like figure out how to revive. No, career. you know what? You're nuts. It's like riding a bike. I made a oh, movie. Yeah, for me, no, for wait. sure, yeah. In 1959, remember those? There was a time he wasn't born. No, but no, I'm saying <laughs> there was a time on the planet when we had the year 1959. I was 19. I was in a movie with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter, my first movie. Then I left the business because I had to eat and raise kids. Yeah. And I, I worked as a hairstylist. And then a year about seven or eight years ago, I went back to work in films. I did a lot of TV over the years, but I wanted to work in films. And I worried like you did. I said, oh, my God, here I am now, a man of 70 years old at that time. 
uh, what are they going to do with me? You know, mm -hmm. I'm old. I'm not cute and young anymore. What are they going to do with this old bag? Yeah. I got news for you. I work now. I have six movies lined up. I just finished four. Would you believe it? Never in my youth was I ever so popular or wanted. Amazing. Amazing. It, as you get older, you get more in demand because the quality of you is better. So yes, if you did I go agree. back to work, you would be so fabulous that when you look back at the old show, you'd say, I was crappy. Now I'm great because that's what you do. Yeah, and, sure. and and I believe you'd be sensational if you went Thank back you. to work without would a, would a beat, would a beat. I mean, come on, you know, you can you memorize lines still? Yes, of course. See, I I'm can't. not worried about that. That's like riding a bike. Like, I, yeah, of course. No, I uh, can't remember lines. I'm, I'm okay. done. No, I go well, on. That's because you're 81 and a half. If you were yeah. 81, then you'd be able to memorize. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what I do. No, <laughs> you, you know what I do. I have a, a plug we put in my ear. Robert uh, Redford oh, okay. has yeah. it. De Niro has it. A John lot of Depp them do does that, yeah. it. Uh, even that one, that female broad that everybody loves, they want, want to be in her movies. The hell, it doesn't matter. He knows. Anyway, everybody Girl in Hollywood Street. that's over 50, Meryl Streep, everyone in Hollywood that's over 55 probably has a plug. Yeah. Age takes away memory, unfortunately. Yeah, but I remember sure. your show was fun. What was it like working with the Ginzo? Who's the Ginzo? The Ginzo Knives? I used to have a set of those. <laughs> no, no, the star of the show. Tony Danza. Tony Danza's an Italian. I call him a Ginzo. I I'm know, allowed. I I'm Italian. I'm allowed to say Ginzo. Are you um, Italian or Spanish? Me? I'm a little bit of everything. The husband is Filipino no. and Spanish. No, you, 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 you. The you. Pintaro, the Tavares is where, because you said Spanish, so Tavares. But the Pintaro is Italian. But I'm Polish, Irish, English, German, Hungarian. Yes, I think all of those. Wow. I'm a little bit everything. You're a um, custom blend. Yes, for sure. That is so true. <laughs> um, oh he's God. great. He's so it's a he's a typical Italian. You know, it's like if you're good to him and you're good to his family, he will take care of you Absolutely. for the rest of your life. That's and if good. you piss him off, you better uh, run better the other run. way. You know, I mean that's that's just Italian. That's so. him well, too, that, yes. That's me. I say, if you're true blue, I'll do anything for you. Yes. But if you cross me, run for the fucking hills. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want to cross me because I could, be an on, I could be an honorary person. If you cross me to the point, like if you harm my children, if you go after oh, my God. daughters in any way, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no question about it. A phone call, you're dead. So hold on. <laughs> you know. I want to go back. So I want to go back. So first of all, First of all, how was working? How how was it for you being on that show? Because that was basically your whole youth. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, look, I've been acting for mo all of my life before that. I was on As Little Turns for four years before Who's the Boss. I did Cujo and then Who's the Boss. So that was like old hand for me. But what we did was something that hadn't been done yet in the business, which was we were starting to see the sort of downfall of the child actors. So my parents had this really great idea, which was, look, unless you guys let him actually go to high school, we're not coming back to the show. And so we set it up where I went to a high school in, in Van Nuys, California in the mornings. I did my five classes and then I would drive to the set and rehearse in the afternoon. So, um, when the show ended the day after i literally just went to school for the entire day instead of half of it and nothing changed in my life so well, i want to ask you that was really i want to ask you a question and it's a very sensitive question and if you don't want to answer it i will respect that okay. were you ever sexually approached molested as a kid actor as so many were 
<laughs> there is rumors that I was molested by Michael Jackson and that the BMW that I owned as a kid was given to him by me. And in fact, the uh, FBI or whoever was, uh, you know, looking into him actually came to our house to talk to my parents about it. I've never met him. So that just shows um, how well, fucked up the media can be. Well, that, yeah. that, that, that's like, you know, I knew Rock Hudson. Yeah. And I only wanted to be molested by him, but he never did. <laughs> so it was very, dis very disappointing. I suggested it one time to him. I said, would you like to be a child molester? Because I was quite younger, much younger than he. And he left. But anyway, yeah, I would have liked to have been molested by Rock Hudson, wouldn't you? No, he's too young. Oh, Rock Hudson I'm was an open. Oh, he's gorgeous. Yeah, guy. but he was gorgeous. Oh, I no, beyond gorgeous. You had to see him in person. Oh, I that, bet. And he was that just baritone. Sure, oh, that yeah. six foot four, the baritone voice, the beautiful yeah. chuckle, the dump, the dimples, the eyes that sparkle. So, so oh, are you still gorgeous? Are you still friendly with uh, the people on the show? Because I noticed that Alyssa Milano likes all your stuff on Instagram. So yeah. obviously you're still friendly oh, with her. I get a little squeal every time she does. Yes, she's the <laughs> one I'm the most, uh, the most in connect connection with. She's been super helpful this last year as I try to figure all this stuff out. And when they were talking about the reboot, I was in contact with her like the most out of anyone. Um, I, you know, if I need to get a hold of Tony or Judith, I can email them and they write me back. But that's about it. Like, I'll write to Judith and say, God, that episode of Politician was amazing. And she'll write back and say, thank you. But, you know, yeah. it's Alyssa and I who are actually like texting every now and then and saying hello. But look, we're, we're going on 30 years here. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. We're not obligated to keep in touch. It's, no, it's, you know, so it's no, very it, nice it, that she sad. does. I noticed yeah. that she likes a lot of your stuff because we follow each other on Listen, Instagram. So and, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, how cool. Yeah. An Angelina, <laughs> Angelina Jolie, who I know is Angie Voigt, lived around the corner from us in Beverly Hills. Hmm. And she and my daughter Deirdre went to school together. They hung out together. I made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for her in my house <laughs> when she was a kid. Guess what? I can't even contact her today. Yeah. It's sad. Oh, well. It's sad so, how the business separates us. So in, oh, the yeah. in the chat room, Cindy Lady Lake wants to know that she said <laughs> Catherine Hellman was hilarious on the show. Was she funny yes. in person? Oh, God. She was hysterical in person. There was no difference between her on camera and off camera. Right. That was what I loved about her. It was pure. Um, it was pure. You could see it was pure. pure. Just pure was energy. Pure. And she had these dachshunds that were always in her dressing room. She had at least six of them running around. So I always loved that. <laughs> I loved um, her. I loved her in that movie where she got the facelift. What movie was oh, that? Oh, yes. Where uh, they pulled the skin. Uh, it was hysterical. Mm, I forgot I the name of the that name. movie. Where, they, uh, where she's getting a facelift and they're pulling her face back. Well, yes. it was all rubber, of course. That was and like it one was of her hilarious. It, that was she, before the TV show she was on forever. Uh, what was I that called? I don't remember. So, wasn't she on Soap? So, yeah, so, so, thank you. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, actually uh, met the ventriloquist guy at a party from the, the the guy who was the ventriloquist guy last year on at a party here in Pumps. Oh, oh. Yeah, but she's she's passed away now. Yes. Yes. Which is so. sad. So yeah. okay, so I have uh uh so we have uh, another girl in the chat room, Dawn. Everybody, they all want to know about Cujo. Uh, so oh, okay. Alice, so Cujo is a great film. First of all, they want to know you. how was it working with the dog, like working with like a big old dog uh, like yeah. that. And how old were you when you did Cujo? It was right before Who's the Boss. So I was about five, five and a half, and then uh, into six. Um, it, you know, man, I do a lot of these horror conventions, and I love telling these stories. But, like, 
My favorite thing to say is that Dee Wallace actually to this day still says that I was the best child actor she worked with. And she's worked with some pretty good child actors. A lot, big ones. Yeah, she's got Um, E.T. She's got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, You know, it was, uh, I had a blast, (laughs) which is so funny to say. Every time I'm at a convention, someone asks me how traumatized I was by filming that movie. And the answer is I wasn't at all. There were seven dogs. There was a man in a dog suit. There was a dog in a dog suit. There was a mechanical dog. And I was just so fascinated by the whole process. And, uh, you know, like uh, they cut those pintos in half so they could like film from the inside. And I was just so fascinated by like half a car. Um, And, you know, and the dogs were like the sweetest things ever. They could care less about us. They were, they were trained to go after these little mice that had hormones on them. And they would put... (laughs) They put that mouse in the car, and then the dog was trying to get in the car to get the mouse. So, like, I mean, how could uh, you be afraid of a dog? Look at this. I mean, dogs I mean, are so gorgeous. I have Things to watch. Cu- I have to watch Cujo again now, though, just because we have you on the show. Because, well, first of all, we've had Dee Wallace on the show, and we're oh, and oh. we're we see her daughter Gabrielle Stone at tons of events in all LA the all, the, all time, the time, and she's yeah. been on our show. Uh, and she's so amazing. it's kind of like our six degrees of separation. We love her. Yeah. Now, question again, and I just for- forgot it. Oh well. Hey. <laughs> you want to have? No, it was a good question too. I'm so upset. Oh, oh let me shit. let me do a oh, promo wonder. thing. You can curse. That's okay. Let me no, give it. So you oh, guys... wait, wait. I want. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a Snoopy Yenta. I want to know how you met the husband. That's what I want to know. Fuck the other. Oh, show. that's a good question. Yeah, I want to oh, know. Wait, did you, did you, you meet him in passing or what? You tell your. You plug your whatever, and then I'll tell you the story. What were you? Oh, gonna I was say? gonna plug you for. So you guys, oh, the way I found Danny, you guys is on Instagram oh, um, yeah. and TikTok, you guys, and he puts his TikToks on his Instagram, so you can just follow him on Instagram. But you can also follow him on TikTok. He's at Danny Pintaro, D A N N Y P I N T A U R O. Um, what first grabbed me is the fact like around Christmas and he had like his nails painted all different colors and everything, yeah. and I just thought, oh my god, he's gonna be so much fun. He would be such Who a great guest. Him. Oh. You had hey, your nails look. different. Yeah, look, he's, got, he's got he's got these are my New Year's nails. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're green that. and blue and black and all kinds that of that was for Christmas, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm having a blast. It's you know, there's a really good TikTok on there yesterday. Like I'm having a good time, but somebody was like, you know, why aren't you? Know, you really? Who cares? I want to know about the boyfriend. No, no, I want to know about no, the boy- I'm dying. I'm dying I'll over here. How'd you okay. meet the boyfriend? Jesus. It's not that exciting. So uh, I was selling Tupperware at the time. Yes, Tupperware? Hundred of- <laughs> yes. I've tried it all. Trust me. In the 20 years since I've tried to be an actor, I've tried it all. So I had a Tupperware party in Vegas. I remember and he was invited. And we had a good time, but you know, I talked to him for like a second because he didn't want to buy anything, and I'm like, "Well, I can't, I don't have time for you," so I kept I kept sure, going. Cheapskate. Well, exactly. So um, <laughs> he friended me on Facebook, and we started playing Wars with Friends on Facebook. And he moved to Phoenix, and we were doing that there. And then he moved to Vegas. He moved back to Vegas. And the day he moved back to Vegas, I said, "Look, if I win this game, uh, you're taking me out to dinner." And I cheated, of course. and uh a month a month later he moved in because he had just moved back to vegas and was trying to figure out where to live and then a year later he uh proposed and a year later we got married is he cute is he cute yeah he's cute super cute yes he's He's very unique you guys can find him. He's got pictures uh, on his yeah. Instagram, so follow him on Instagram, yeah. and then you can see Google pictures. Him. So now, are you going ad- to you, you adopt any kids? God, no. We're too old for that too now. Old for that, you uh, yeah, I no. don't know. There was a 
there was a moment where we wanted to do that, but right. we're just, we just love our lives. And right. I, just, I it's already hard enough to find someone to watch the dogs. Never mind finding someone to watch. <laughs> yeah, the we have that. We have that. Yeah, but I, I asked Jimmy, I said, you know, I have two children, two daughters who are fully grown. Uh, they're older than I now. But anyway, I asked Jimmy, did you ever want a kid, miss a kid? He said, no. I said, because if you wanted to have a kid, you could have, you know, inseminate some broad and get a kid. Uh, he didn't want it. I don't There's just some people that don't yeah. want children. I, I mean, don't understand I was, it. I mean, I love kids. My kids. In my twenties, I would have loved you. In my early thirties, sure. But I'm forty. My husband's fifty-two. Like, how old is he? Time for 52. that. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. So yeah, we ain't got time twenty. For that, Wait, fifty-two, sixty-two, seventy-two to have a. You could. Yeah, There's you a lot could. of a lot of seven. You know, a lot of senior citizen parents around. I'm one. Yeah. No, you for know. sure. Now, um, I, I've never wanted, but I love animals. I've always had dogs. We have three dogs. What, what kind of dogs do you kids. have? Yeah, those, those are, are our kids. kids. Yeah, what kind of sure. dogs do you have? Uh, we have a mini schnauzer. Oh, that's um, what I used to have. That was my first dog was a mini schnauzer. Oh, no, God, a mini schnauzer. What am I talking about? That's my old dog who died. We have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a chihuahua mix. We have a purebred wire hair terrier from, from what's that place called? Wired Interior Dog Land. Nation Capital, the, the uh, Washington. Puerto Rico. Oh, um, Puerto Rico. Okay. And then we have this weird-looking mini German Shepherd thing that we got from when I was working <laughs> at the um, when I was working at the shelter. That's fun. Yeah, our, our middle dog, Brandy Girl, she's part uh, terrier, and she's the most okay. beautiful thing. She's like a dust mop, a big wall hair. And you, just <laughs> yeah. her, you see her two black eyes and her little nose, and she's <laughs> the sweetest girl in the world. Yeah. I mean, she's a gentle love bug. People we get the gift. Wait, hang on, hang on. Weird one. Everyone out there, please listen to me. Rescue. There are mm -hmm. so many beautiful dogs in shelters that need love and homes. Trust Ron. I don't bullshit or lie to you. Get a dog. You will not be lonely. You will be safe. You will be protected. You'll they feel love wonderful. You so much. And they will yeah. love you. They will never betray you. They'll never turn on you like some fucking people in our business. But I mean, please rescue a dog, please. So That's what I did for the last four years. I yeah, worked I think for a local good, animal Good for here. you. You got a good heart. That's why you got a good husband. Yeah, good people mm -hmm. meet good people. Bad, your, is your bad husband, people meet bad is, people. Is your husband, uh, does he have any? Yeah, what does he do for a living? He's got money? He's a he banker. Cheap. Oh, the cheap son of a bitch. And he, <laughs> and he wouldn't buy a Tupperware from you? <laughs> well, he's like, I'm moving to Phoenix. I don't know if I have somewhere to put it. You know, back then he was not a banker. Back then he was a struggling. So what did he, where did he take actor. you for dinner? I went to this little sushi place by, by my house that oh, I big, love. Big spender. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, sushi. He doesn't well, eat sushi. Guess, sushi. Guess, guess where Jimmy took me for my 80th birthday? We live in oh, Palm Springs. Wait, we live in Palm Springs. And I thought we were going to go to one of the best restaurants, a French restaurant here that I love in the door. And we pass it by in the car. I'm videoing it. I said, Jimmy, where are we going? He took me to Denny's because on your birthday, you get free bacon and eggs. No. <laughs> Am I lying? No, he's not lying. I did take him to Denny's. Oh, God. My you 80th know, I, birthday, Denny's I, for a free breakfast. I think that French restaurant you're talking about is where the husband proposed. Oh, I um, love, you we know, should we give them a, a plug? Oh, that's nice. that You, you know, I hate Springs. to give them a plug because they don't give you a, a, a breadstick. Well, La Valerie, La Valerie's, but they don't give you a breadstick for free for plugging them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you know, we have, listen, right now, 
over five five million people all over the world watch our show live some and most you know later in syndication so yeah. if i say la valerice is a fabulous restaurant that's at least a sixty-five thousand dollar plug <laughs> and i don't even get a breadstick <laughs> I want to go back a little bit. I want to talk about. So my mom watched as the world turns for her whole life. Yes. And I yes. used to and I used to when I was in school, I would um, I would like when I was in college and stuff like I would skip class to watch as the world turns in General Hospital. Oh, nice. Okay. Were you on were you on as the world turns when Meg Ryan was on it? I was. Hold on. Look at this. This is so funny that you say this. Hold on. I got to find it. Hold on. It's right here somewhere. I just found it in a box and I was going to post it for everyone to see. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, well, first of all, here I also found this. I was looking for this. I had a picture from Betty White. Oh, uh, it's glaring. We, hold it, hold it. Oh, no, she's holding an orangutan. No, but hold it differently because it was glaring. We, we couldn't see it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, uh, we had lights. There you go. There we now. There we, you go. Now we see Betty White with an, orangutan. And an, an orangutan. with an orangutan. But I, um, I just did a TikTok where I posted a, a video of her and I. She was on Who's the Boss? And she and I had a really hilarious moment together. So I did a TikTok where I talked about that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But yes, here, I just found this. Tilt it down. Day. Tilt it down. Good. There go. Good. There you go. You got it. So you can see yep. uh, I'm there, the little one. That's uh, yes. Colleen Zank, my mom. And then right next to her, Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. So, How cool yeah. is that? Like, I, I have to say, like, Meg Ryan was my, like, growing up crush when I thought I was straight. That was never. <laughs> Which I, was never. I also liked John Abbott from Young and the Restless. <laughs> oh, yeah. John Abbott's a good one. <clears throat> yes. Um, but I think, so how was that? Because it was a lot different being on a soap opera than being yeah. on a, because uh, you shoot a lot quicker than a, a TV pilot or no? Yes? Uh, oh, God, yeah. And, you know, it's you like kidding? a moment's notice when you get called in for the soap opera. And it was really rough, honestly, because we lived in New Jersey. So, we when i got called the night before i we'd have to drive that almost hour trip into manhattan sure. and you know it was like four o'clock in the morning and i'm sleeping in the back trying to learn lines you know so that was actually pretty rough but um man like there's nothing like a soap opera to really get your acting chops together well, you know i spent more time crying on that damn soap opera <laughs> <laughs> no sean sean canaan is a dear dear good friend of ours a close friend and he has complained and said they throw 40 pages at you the day oh, yeah. and oh, they yeah, expect absolutely. you to memorize it in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they really are heartless when they uh, do these uh, soap operas. Everyone yeah. out there, you have no idea how these actors work hard to remember. I mean, if it was me, I'd stand there and I'd ad lib the whole fucking show because <laughs> 40 pages to me is everything I've ever learned in my life. Yeah. Could but you, you know, do, it's could, like could you do 40 pages? Not in a day, God no. Um, but man, there's nothing better than training to be a great actor. On no, a it's opera, exhausting. Right? I hate learning lines. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Like Johnny Depp doesn't do it. Every movie you see Johnny Depp in, he has a plug. He will not learn yeah. lines. He finds it to be a bore. And I agree with Johnny. It's a bore, especially when the lines are not good, and you have well, to memorize yeah. crappy lines that don't work. I mean, yes. For sure, you know, that so I can't goes against it. your character, and you say, "What the yeah. fuck was he thinking?" I'm gonna brag. A, I'm shit? gonna brag a little more. So you were. I don't know if this is a movie. Is the still life a movie? The still life. The still life. What? Oh yeah. Uh, it, yeah, sort of. Yes. So you guys, he did a movie called The Still. I'm only bringing it up because we've had a lot of these people on our show. Uh, oh, first of all, okay. Uh, so I'm. I used to be friends with Jonathan Davis from Corn. 
Oh, and, uh, sure, sure. Grant, Grant Kramer's been on our show. Terry Moore is a friend of Ron's. Good friend of Jason mine. Jason Barry. Rich, Rachel Miner, I think that's the ex-wife of uh, uh, the Home Alone kid, right? Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes, Robert actually. Miano. So he was in the still life, the Benneker gang as a kid. Cujo we talked about. Was it really your favorite? The Benneker? I love the Benneker gang. It was so silly. And we had, I, I mean, Andrew McCarthy and it was like a road trip of a uh, kid family. I, I have laughed. It was orphans, know. right? Like orphans that orphans, wanted to stay yeah. together. So they take off together yeah. so they can and be I got together. Paper and they made the paper taste like bananas. You know, five-year-old. I mean, that was my favorite part of making the whole fucking movie. The whole movie. I, I, I say like, fucking. It. It's okay. We curse uh, then on you guys, show. he was in Time Stalkers with uh, John Ratzenberger, William Devane, and Lauren Hutton. Yeah. yeah. I love William Devane. Great. I knew I met him in the village. And he was quite an interesting guy. And you know Lauren Hutton. Of course I know Lauren Hutton. <laughs> you did. I then did. you then you did a TV show. Is this like a reality show, The Quarantine Bunch? Because we've had most of those people on our show, too. Oh, yeah. No, we did this last, uh, right when COVID started. They had this brilliant idea that, um, you know, there's a child celebrity help, uh, help group where they meet once a week to talk about being child celebrities. And COVID happened, so we have to take it online. So it turned into like a Zoom self-help group. And it was just us chatting about life and COVID. And um, it was scripted and it was hysterical, but it was also a little bit ad-libbed. We had a blast. Um, it's online and it's really, really, really funny. You guys, the no, quarantine bunch. Hang, hang on, on. Hang hey, on. Hey, hey, I want to tell I, everybody no, who's in it. I got to ask you a question. What? Lauren Hutton passed away. Oh, I was thinking Lauren Bacall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, Lauren Hutton. Okay. I knew Lauren Bacall. We name drop on this show because people love it. So Why name, not? Drop, name drop all you can. It's People want to know what goes on in Hollywood. So you guys, the quarantine bunch is Keith Coogan, who was on our show. Scotty Schwartz, yeah. who was on our show. Jeremy Miller, who we just recently met. Dean yep. McDermott, Judy Norton, Ted Lang from uh, Love Boat. Melissa Disney is the only one I didn't know. I didn't know who that was. Obviously, she is the Disney. wife of the creator of the program. And oh, she's that's an actual why. Disney. Yeah, she's an actual Disney. Oh, well, she's got no money problems. <laughs> <laughs> he was also on The Secret Life of the American Teenager, oh, Highway God. to Heaven. For like a minute. Highway to Heaven, that was amazing, yes. Were you on The Secret Life of the American Teenager when, with Molly Ringwald? Uh, I think so but i had like one scene at a party with the, the gay kid on the show and that was it so i didn't with really the gay kid <laughs> with the, the young gay kid i can't remember his name i'd have to go look it up so when you were how, how old were you, you how old do you think you were when you figured out that you were gay um i was dealing with it in college honestly before that i was you know there was stuff as a teenager that was that I was doing, you know, like I was looking at that, uh, what's that dumb magazine that comes in the mail, uh, the underwear catalog. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's that called? Um, uh, International Mail. Yes, I used to sneak that. <laughs> he knows everything. You know, I used uh, to have that too. <laughs> you know, yeah. let, me you, let me tell you, Jimmy Starr, you know when he knew he was gay? When he came out of his mother and he grabbed the doctor's dick. Yeah. Right. Oh God. That's when that's when he knew he was gay. Now my whole thing was because I didn't know I was uh, like I didn't know what was the matter with me, but like I would like mm. hang out with all my friends and then I would like you know, like be in love with all their fathers, you know, like they would be, we'd be <laughs> we would be twelve and the fathers would be forty or fifty, and that's who I liked. Yeah, no, fathers. I get it. And it was definitely like there's something wrong with me kind of a thing. So I just ignored it for a long time. I was engaged to be married to yeah. a woman, you know. So was he. I, I was married for 16 years. I, yeah. I yeah. was in total 
not denial. I was in total, I'm not interested. And I didn't want to okay. be gay because I came from an Italian Brooklyn background, oh, well, yeah. tough, wise guys. You know, I grew up yeah. with, with names that you read about in books. And these guys were like, hey, faggot, you know, kill a fucking fag. You know, that's how I was raised with that mentality. And I wasn't uh, ever wanting to be. And then when I was 20, I was in a club, a gay club in New York. And I met Sal, who I was with for 46 years. And it was wonderful. It was you automatically become who you are when it's important, when it's right. When it's right and it's important. And, and that's what happened with you. Else. I believe yeah. you and I share the same experience. So yeah. so you're like a genius kid, though, right? Because you went to Stanford and like, <laughs> I mean, Stanford now is almost impossible, but I know it was hard to get in then. Oh, God, it was so hard. It was so hard. I, You know, I was a smart kid. And that's it's entirely because my parents made, had, you know, set this up for me to go to school. Um, I graduated with honors from high school. I had like a 4.4 GPA and Stanford like really kicked my butt. Like I wanted to be a veterinarian. So I got there and I started that track. And as soon as I started the chemistry classes, my brain, like, what is it? Left, left side, right side, <laughs> whichever side it is that does math and science. It's like, no, we don't exist. We're not home. Uh, and so it was really disappointing. And I actually left because I was so disappointed, went back to LA and I'm like, well, maybe all I'm supposed to be is an actor. And that didn't work out. So I went back to Stanford and I said, look, it's Stanford. You got to graduate from Stanford university. Are you kidding me? So I went back and I did the drama major with a directing focus. So, um, I became a really great director and, um, graduated with a minors in English. Um, and I graduated on time. So yeah, I guess I'm kind of smart. For you. Yeah. You're smart. Now, I mean, before, that's a big be- deal. before we run out of time and I forget, I want to invite Jimmy and I want to invite you and your guy to dinner at our house. If ever you're in Palm Springs, oh, it's love that. I cook Italian. You're going to love it. My food's good. good. And I have some friends over and we have everybody that you would probably know in the business. I would who are love fun, that. Nice, fun people. No vampires, yeah. no horrible people. We don't associate with backstabbing no good son of a bitches. <laughs> that, that the business is full of. Oh, everybody, God. Every, and anyone that comes to my home is a good soul. And Jim oh, I love that. And I have a lot of great friends who've moved there. So um, I yeah, so when that. you come to yeah. I'm serious, you have our contact number. Give us a notice. And if we are available, which probably we will, but you'll come over with your guy. I'd like to meet him and ask love him, it. how come you didn't buy a Tupperware? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were after the guy. I mean, obviously he was into you. Now, what kind of stupid guy is he that he doesn't buy a fucking spoon? I mean, a spoon could have oh, got him laid that night. You know? <laughs> well, yes, that's very so true. Actually. It's true. <laughs> so he didn't buy a spoon. I mean, you know, I got to really talk to this guy. Wait, if I remember correctly, I think the Tupperware party actually turned into a sex party at the end. So there was not anyway. <laughs> no way. <no>, no. <laughs> I like love it. So have you directed any? I mean, you went to school to be a director. Have you directed yeah. anything? It was all stuff at Stanford. I moved to New York right after Stanford to try to be a director. And it's just so cutthroat there. I mean, I started meeting people who were trying to be directors and they'd been there for 10 years. And, you know, again, I fell back onto the, well, maybe I'm just supposed to be an actor thing. And that didn't work out either. So I've had a storied situation. Like my, my relationship with the business is very, very storied. Um, and it's taken me a really long time to come to a place where I feel like I'm ready for the right reasons to try again. So I think that's the wrong word. To try again. I don't think you should ever use that word. To be again. 
to be again. You're right. Not, I love not that. Try. Try is insecure. To be is confident. Uh, there's no yeah. reason why you can't be in something. I mean, there's yeah, no, you, no. You, you, you're right. You're good. You're good looking. You're you're you speak well. Uh, you, you can in the chat room. They're saying you're cute as a button. Yeah, and you can, <laughs> and you, can, you, can, you, can you can remember lines. Yeah, I think no it, reason why you can't work except for the fact. I completely that agree. The script is made, all about the mindset for sure. I agree. Well, here now that we are fighting for gay uh, exposure in film, we we're sick of looking at straight people getting divorced and killing each other. We'd like to see gay relationships on film. So we're working on that now. The way black people wanted to see blacks in film and Hispanics, yeah. Hispanics in film. Well, we would like to see- But we don't, we don't only want to be the serial killer or the yeah, people who have yeah, weird sex. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> and I feel like that's why this is a good time because that stuff is starting to appear like really juicy, well, solid, we, I, great I characters. Was, I was approached by a pretty famous uh, writer who is in the process of writing a comedy uh, thing, and it will be only with gay people. And of course, it's gonna be filmed in Palm Springs because this mm -hmm. is the gay capital of the world now. It sure is, yeah. And we can have, it's almost gonna be a reality show with a script, which most reality yeah. shows are I scripted mean, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. So when that happens, I'm gonna call you and tell you, hey, get, your buns, get your buns here, Mary, and let's see what we could do with you. Maybe I would love it. it. I, I also it. I, I also think that. as a director you should find a low budget script that you could direct, you know, and we can cast it and direct it and you know something to get your chomps going cuz you Back probably yes, probably probably no that. probably yeah, nobody's don't, don't don't waste your talent and don't yeah. sit you know, what the fuck are you doing? And contact and me, I'll help. I'll help. That's what I came to. That's the place I came to is I'm wasting a lot of great stuff and I'm Get over it. Really I think so too. Listen, I went back to work at 75. Go back to work. It's fun. Yeah. I don't like the 16 hours. I, I can't do them much sure. anymore. That's hard for me. That part. Had, and of course, the freezing studio with, this, with the rain coming sure. in and you're getting. All, <laughs> but the reward is the rap party and the red carpet <laughs> because uh, I, get, yeah. I get to see all my friends in the business and I yeah. love it. And that's yeah. the fun part. So if you find working is tough, think of the fun red carpet and rap party. They, I want to tell you too. They love you in the chat room. They're they're all. I, I love you too. And, I mean, and, and uh, I don't love you in the a sense. Really good time. I don't love you in the sense of I want to marry you. I love you as a fellow bro, as a brother, as somebody who I can relate to. A brother I, from another mother. Yes. No, no. I I feel I feel everything you say. I relate to everything you say. I can probably read your mind easily because we're the same. And they we, love your hair. Yeah. They love everything. So yeah. let's do this. This is something I like to ask all the actors who come on the show. Uh, okay. Bucket list. I mean, you've worked with a lot of cool people. Bucket list, male and female. Who would you like if you could work with anybody? Who's two people? And they could be living or dead. They don't even have to be. And then what movie? Um, what movie? If you could have been in any movie ever in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, wow. What an interesting idea. Well, so uh, an interesting story is that I actually auditioned for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And one of my favorite got, movies. <laughs> but that's what got Leo his start, you know. So if I had gotten the part, I could have been Leo DiCaprio. No, I don't. <laughs> um, uh, but that, yeah, it, that's always one of the ones where I've said, gosh, I would have loved to have played that part. Um, I definitely think in terms of uh, actors that I'd love to work with, Patrick Stewart and I and, and Ian, I think Ian, Patrick, and, and I in a in a movie would be so cool. Absolutely. Um, God, that would be so cool. In terms of actresses, oh God, the list is long, but I feel like any of the like really sincere big names 
that I've heard are really great to work with and that are super uh, giving and, you know, present and not sort of doing their own thing um, would be wonderful. I, I can't even narrow it down. Um, Alyssa, again, for sure, something, I think Alyssa and I doing something on our own that is not who's the boss specific um, could be really great. So I'd love to figure out oh, what absolutely. that is. How about Angelina um, Jolie? She's very giving on set. Is she? Then absolutely. Yes. 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 She, she has a great empathy for actors. If they fuck up a line, she never gets angry or makes a face. She, awesome. If somebody falls down on the set, she's the first one there saying, are you okay? I mean, awesome. she's, she's, she's a, she's a I, I love this girl. I watched yeah. her grow up in my life. And she's a kind-hearted person. Nothing what the press writes about. It's all bullshit. I want Julia Roberts. Yeah, no, like, I don't know if she's Angie, nice or not. Angie but... is one of the nicest people Julia, you will ever be great. Julia I Roberts, like Charlize Theron. No, I don't. Uh, Charlize seems a little too like. Um, I heard bad I about her. I they say she's not that friendly. Yeah. yeah. Sandra Bullock would be fun, I think. Oh, yeah. Charlie yes. stays in her trailer. She doesn't talk to the. Oh, people. interesting. She doesn't work. I don't. I don't care for that. You know, in terms of a project, like I, I will do anything it, it takes to get into a Star Trek of any kind. I, even if I play a Ferengi, I will do it. Um, that's just always been a life. Do you watch? Do you watch Star Trek all the time? I do. I watch Discovery and I watch Picard. They're both terrific. Yeah. Uh, so that's why um, you pick. Do you Patrick watch Stewart. Ancient Aliens? I do. <laughs> I ancient. love Ancient Aliens. That's oh, his favorite. God, I told you. You and I are so oh. much alike. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite show. I never miss it. I love Ancient. He likes Ancient Aliens and yeah. the Searching for Oak Island. No, or Oak, Oak, Oak no, Island. I'm done with Oak oh, Island. They've I'm been, a little over Oak Island because me just too. Like, they, they've been playing with me too long. Fucking get it together. Like, exactly. It's not Listen, that hard. They, they yeah. dug up. They dug up half of Manhattan to build the Twin Towers, and you <laughs> yeah. can't dig up that fucking island to find <laughs> a treasure. Yeah. Give me a break. You milked it, it long them, enough, boys. You milked it. It takes them home. four episodes to reveal that they found a coin. Like, I mean, do you really? love it? Do you love it? Exactly. I'm over. You I'm know, totally over them. But, but ancient aliens, hundred percent. Like, I'm, oh I'm dying to meet him. He's got to be one of the most fascinating guys. I and met him. So the sexy. guy with the hair? Yeah, that's um, what's his name? Um, I can't remember Giorgio. Giorgio. Yes, I met him once. He is very, very nice. I didn't talk to him long, though. He's a but, sexy man, guy. He's very the sexy. The concepts in there are so interesting to me. Oh yep. my God, he like loves it, and he loves Giorgio. Like he he always tells me try to get Giorgio on, but yeah, like... I'm dying to get Giorgio on. To <laughs> oh. No, to interview him. Uh, do you know the uh, you know the uh, the haunting shows, the Bly Manor, and now he did Midnight Mass. What's his yes, name? Yeah. The, um, the creator. God, I would love to work with him. He's oh, I forgot. Just, I saw though the Haunting Manor one. His name? Did you guys see Midnight Mass? If you haven't seen it, it's terrific. It's got some amazing acting in it. It's really really great, and the concept is super interesting too. It's basically this like connection between religion and vampirism. And oh, so wow. I love that. That's some connection. Take, taking the blood of Christ literally. Right. You know what I mean? It's very, very fascinating. Yeah, go check it out. I like love it. What's his name? I gotta look it up. I, I yeah, I'll have Who to like look it up name? and see. I, I you know, it's terrible. I run into people in women in LA and I look at them and I know them so well and I have no idea what their name is. <laughs> and I feel yeah. so bad. So I say, Hey honey bun, if it's a girl, or sweetheart, <laughs> or or hey beautiful. Because I don't remember names. Isn't it awful? And yeah. the guys, of course, I say, hey, old buddy, how are you? Like I ran into Fran Drescher's ex-husband in, 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 on Hollywood Boulevard, on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard with Jimmy. And I know him. So I'm talking to him. 
I remember his name. Now I know all about him. He was married to Fran Drescher. He's gay. He lives in Hollywood. I knew one of the guys he was dating. I I I have I've spoken. Has he ever been on our show? Yeah, he was on our show. I mean, I know so much about him. Guess what? But you couldn't I, tell me his name. I can't tell you his name right now either. <laughs> it's funny. So like, here's right we... now. I, if you said a million bucks, Ron, his name is what is his name, Jimmy? I don't know, but we got to go. So here's what we're going to anyway, do. Anyway, so you guys listen up, you guys. This is Danny Pintaro. Uh, his Instagram is Danny Pintaro. So is so is your uh, Twitter, right? I it's followed you today Pintaro, on Twitter. Yeah. It's all which is terrific. Uh, I really want to get you involved in some stuff that we got going and see if we can I would get love something that. going because yeah, um, and please come to Palm Springs and call us. I'll even buy a couple of Tupperwares. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Well, you could still get them for me. Hold I have sale. some in a box in the garage. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we want to wish you all the best with your husband. And yes, I thank, thank you so you. much for coming and on the show. We had such a good time. Everybody like loved it. And, and I'm, I'm ready to see you on the silver screen and on television. I can't, I'm ready. I, the number of people who've been saying that on the social stuff that I'm doing now, it's like really encouraging. Oh, so, so Will, that's Will right there. He's I didn't know who that was. He's in the chat room. Hey, Will, how you doing? That's oh, his yes. There That's he is. Husband. Yes, he's uh, stuck in the spare bedroom. He's got he's got COVID. Oh, listen to Will me. Will feel well, better. Excuse me, everybody. Silencio. Who gives a fuck if he would have bought a Tupperware? That guy is cute. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have given a shit if he didn't buy anything. And he could have taken me to Denny's on my birthday, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> oh, honey bun, what have you got? Magic. That's so you much really got funny. a good one. Will He's we, a hottie. Well, I hope you feel better. Will feel better. Uh, Danny, thank you so much. And well, we'll wait, see Danny, you. I want to say to you, thank you for your openness, your honesty, and your being oh, on our show and being a contributing guest. You've given us so much fun and laughter. You're terrific. Oh, I look so forward to knowing you. Yes, not seeing too. you, but knowing you, because I think that you could be one of our good friends for a long time. I would anyway, love it. I'm, please, I'm please come back into business. I, I think we need you. Thank I know you. we I need you. That. I know we need you. I appreciate that more than you know. Thank you so much, Danny. And, and, and I'll this, see you on Instagram. And, and this okay, new, we'll see you there. And this new right. year should only bring you all your dreams. And Thank you. Least. For both of you as well. This Thank you so much. Year, I can yeah, and it. listen, yes. throw a net over that husband. Don't let him loose. I mean, don't take him to parties or anything. <laughs> don't, don't let anybody meet him. Like, well, just, I mean, maybe take him put to the party and watch. I, you know, I mean, no, no, put uh, it, put a chain around his neck. There you go. <laughs> well, that's like a whole it. other story. That's a different, <laughs> that's for a different day. <laughs> All right, Danny, thank you so much. Thank you You're for welcome. leaving us Bye. with a laugh. We left with a laugh. <laughs> Bye -bye. Thank you, take baby. Care. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy. Hey, you oh, guys, we're working we're on it. Right, bye now. That was a great what guest, a nice you guys. guest. What a great I loved him. He was great. Not because he's gay, but because he was wonderful. So you guys, we're gonna play a quick music video, and as soon as we come back, we're gonna bring on James Jude Courtney. Roxy, let's do Kulik waiting for you. You guys, this is April Rose, uh Gabrielli's other half, and we saw him perform live in New York. He's phenomenal. This is one of his singles called Waiting for You. It's Kulik. Enjoy everybody, and we'll be back with James Jude Courtney. You can't tell me once, tell me twice, I won't hear you the first time I'm a little stuck in my mind Tell me what you want, cause if you wait for me, we'll just never decide I'm a little stuck in my life I need a minute 
years ago for a moment in a past life I get a little lost in those eyes I know what you want but if it's up to me It could take just a little time I'm a little caught by surprise That was Kulik, everybody. The name of the song was Waiting for You. And now we're going to bring on our next guest. I'm super excited. Hopefully, you guys are going to have a good time. Come on, Astro. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? Oh, good. We can hear you. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so let me do a good, a good introduction for you guys. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor and stuntman James Jude Courtney. Hello, and welcome to the show. Oh, so stoked to be here, guys. Good to see you. Absolutely. So let me introduce you first, starting off with my my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. If you come to my house to terrorize me, I have a gun. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And I'll make sure was... that you're dead. You're not coming back again. <laughs> how, come you, how come you keep coming back in every movie? Don't you ever die, <laughs> goddammit? <laughs> no, why would I? Come on, man. That's hilarious. How many times have you been your character? I'm about to do it the third time. So I did 2018 um, Halloween Kills, which was just recently released. And I'm leaving uh, literally tomorrow to go shoot Halloween Ends. I'm so happy we got You're you doing right another before one? that. You're doing another Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Halloween Ends yeah. is the next mm -hmm. one. Wow. So hold on, hold on. Before you know we what? Get in, usually, wait, wait. usually by a second a sequel, they stink. Yours keep getting better and better. Uh, no, you got, I mean, I've never heard, heard of Halloween. What do you got, five of them now? No, three. Uh, no, how many have you got? Oh, uh, total? Total, all of them. Without I, I, no, you. You're getting the number 11, maybe? I think there's 11. Yeah. Whoever heard of 11 series making money? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before we go, we have a chat room full of people, so please say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up, guys? 
and then we have a, a big, huge horror fan. She's been like sending me all kinds of messages. Her name is Dawn. She lives in Burp. Uh, I forgot where she lives. Anywhere, wherever. She's just say hi to Dawn. She'll hey, like Dawn. it. There you go. So um, that's Astro, our little boy. Welcome to uh, the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, this is Astro. He's one of our three little dogs. Say hello to one of the most evil men on screen. <laughs> He's wicked. He's terrible. So you guys listen up. You man. can you can follow James on Instagram. He's at James Jude Courtney. Just spelt just the way it is on the actual screen, so you can do it. Um, uh, before we start talking about Halloween, I want to talk a little bit about your career because I, I didn't really realize you've had a huge career. I mean, you were in Far and Away with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise, and that was a long ass time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you've been actually doing this for like a long time. Did you start out in stunts or how did you get started in the whole business in the first place? Uh, no, I started as an actor. Uh, my, my naive mind uh, after college was I would roll out to Hollywood within four years. I'd be a massive star and I'd be telling the studios what to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went to the same fortune teller that I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I it, but it was uh, Ron Ray who was, um, one of the old school actors from back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, he was a, a, a lecturer and a coach at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. He, um, I did a play with him, uh, Requiem for a Heavyweight, right before oh, I know that one night. It's a good and, um, no, it's a play. He got me an audition for what the was film. Requiem for a Heavyweight was a film. Uh, was that a film or yeah. a play? Well, or it you was a play. And it was a live play. It okay. was. It was never a film. Uh, but it was. It was written for television. Rod Serling wrote it for television. Yeah. Um, but I've but seen that in film. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was in. I know it. I know it by film. I don't remember who was in it, but it was one of those wonderful method actors who was in it. I forgot which one. I'll say, go, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, we interrupted. Oh anyway. no, no, that's right. Um, yeah. So he he's the one who got me the audition for the Adventures of Conan, which was a live show at Universal Studios tour, and I just intended to, to act, but. Um, you know, I've been doing martial arts in seventh grade. I'm an athlete. So, you know, doing weapons and high falls and all that kind of stuff just kind of came natural. Um, and that's why, and, and having those skills, those physical skills has really helped me being able to do both. How tall are you? Six, three. Yes. Yeah, so you're already yeah, a big and, I, and they put those big shoes on them to make them even right. You, <laughs> you have platform shoes, don't you? No, 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 no. Oh, no. you're not wearing platform shoes? No, look they hire short people. No, you know what they do when they, when the camera shoots you, the camera's low. It shoots up to well, make you look, gets my cheekbones. It makes you look taller and far more scarier when you keep walking. Yeah, you're, you're scary. Now, listen, what's it like working with Jamie Lee? She, fellas, she is a poster child for an empowered woman. That she is one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever known. She is. She's so smart and so talented and so dedicated. Her self-deprecating humor does not suffer fools gladly. She is. I hope you guys get to meet her at some point. She's amazing. Well, I was best friends with her father for many, many years. Oh, wow. Oh, Tony and I were good friends. And sad how uh, his relationship with her never happened. It was sad because Tony was a good guy. He was just a little nuts. But other than <laughs> Ron, that, Ron had a TV show for many years yeah. called Set the Record Straight. Uh, first of all, Ron's older than he looks. Yeah, I'm 81. He's 81. Oh, so, man, you don't look a so. day over 90. Yeah, that's what I thought this morning when I woke up. I got you. So got he was right. best friends with Jane Russell, and he yeah. had Jane wow. Russell and Tab Hunter, and all the like. He was friends with all the like old Betty bags. Davis, all yeah. the old people. Wow, well, I, I, I'm old Hollywood. And awesome, Tony man. was like one of my my daughter Leslie loved him. He was one of our favorite friends. Tony was funny and honest and open. I guess Jamie got a lot of that from him. 
Uh, clearly, clearly. Yeah. I, I, as I understand it, and she said that she's got a lot of both of her parents in her. Um, she's talked openly about wishing she had a different childhood, but you know, who, who, who doesn't, you know? Yeah. A lot well, of people you say know, that. Tony was a, 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 a chaser and you know, he like, I asked him, I said, Tony, are you gay? He said, no. I said, well, I thought you said somewhere that you were gay. He said, I never said I was gay. All I said is I like sex with everybody and I don't care who they are. <laughs> so, you know, men or women, uh, it would be hard growing up. Janet Lee, uh, Tony said Janet Lee turned uh, their children against him and he didn't leave them any money. You know, when, when he passed away, he took them out of his will completely. So I'm sorry that he ended the way he did. He wasn't very happy when he was because I saw him right before he passed away and he was in a wheelchair and he was not all there. I believe whatever the illness he had was disturbing his mind. And I think that he did that out of um, a disturbed mind. I don't think Tony, he loved his children from what I gathered. And if it, J Jamie or anybody's listening, I want them to know this. Tony was a drug addict. He was an alcoholic. He was a womanizer. And who else in Hollywood is like that that you know? No one I know. Oh, oh, yeah. every, everybody I know, everyone I know is one of those things. <laughs> so, Not everyone. Don't be. Well, no, but Jamie Lee, I would love to meet Jamie Lee. Because I've actually met her. I would have so many stories to tell her about her dad that he said, because I, you know, I'm an interviewer, and I used to ask Tony in private, like at, at lunch or something, I'd say, what's really going on, like you and Jamie or the other kids? And he would tell me very openly and honestly, but he always concluded with Ron, I love my kids. I screwed up. Which so. is nice. So I want to brag a little bit for you uh, before everybody, because everybody knows you from Halloween, but you've really done a lot of cool things. And um, and I'm sure you're going to do a lot of cool things again after Halloween ends is done. You know, then you'll go back into the market but for other things. Each time he makes a movie, he asks for more money. I hope. <laughs> I He's hope you, I hope you, you negotiate a better contract each time. So you guys don't okay. let them get you for the first salary. That's bullshit. <laughs> so you guys, he's had TV guest appearances on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Babylon Five, Unsolved Mysteries, Knots Landing. I used to love Knots Landing. We've had several of the people from the show on our show. He was in Far and Away with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, Philadelphia Experiment Two, The Hit List with uh, we we have Yancey Butler coming on, Jeff Fahey and James Coburn. When a Man Loves a Woman, Andy Garcia, Meg Ryan, and Ellen Bernstein, Soccer Dog, the movie, which that seems way out of character for a killer on Michael Myers, you know, but, yeah, but, but he's that, an actor. But he's That's an actor. Called, it's called acting, Jim. <laughs> Jim, it's called acting. So so there have been many, there have been many shapes and many Michael Myers. How how did it come to be that you became the new Michael Myers? Well, when the uh, when the stunt coordinator, Ron Hutchinson, who did the two Rob Zombie films, read the script. He uh, he called Malika Cobb, the owner of the franchise, and David Gordon Green, the director, and said um, that the script was much different. That he needed they needed somebody who had really deep acting chops, who was also a really good stuntman. And David Gordon Green said, uh, "Well, okay, he needs to be six three, two hundred, and he's got to be in his sixties. And do you know anybody?" And basically, Ron thought and thought and thought, and my friends Chris Nielsen and Jennifer Nielsen uh, reminded him of me, and and he said, "Yeah, I know one guy, Jimmy Courtney." And that's how it happened. Cool now, what did that? they do to you to make you look different? Uh, you know, they have to work really, really hard. Um, it's it, the, the prosthetics that Chris Nelson. I mean, I'm a makeup. You're an ugly son of a bitch. You know, you, right? 
Oh, when you're on film, you really can scare the shit out of anybody. I mean, you really are ugly, scary, and hideous. I mean, you, you could you could have a nightmare over you so easy, but that's what works. That's Actually, why I'm, your work is so brilliant. I have to tell you, I collect action figures. Like I have a huge collection of action figures, and I don't have. A, I have a, actually, I have a Funko Pop of you. That that's actually signed by you, but uh, nice. it was given to me as a gift. Hopefully, it's real. And uh, but I have like literally like thousands of of them, and and so I've been online all over the place looking because there's a lot of people making custom Funko. I mean, custom action figures of you with the face without the mask. Right. Um. And so right. I've been negotiating with all of them, but all of them just make the heads, and I was like, I don't yeah, know how to put know, the body on you it. You know so. what? Your your character, I would put up there with Bella Lugosi and uh, Boris Karloff. I would put your character up. Actually, it's far more frightening than Frankenstein or Dracula. You are a really horrible-looking son of a bitch. I got to tell you, it's well, wonderful. It's wonderful. I would love to play what you. I would love to be what you do to scare the set to death. Oh man, I mean, it's got to be weird to see you or like at lunch or offset if you're in character. I mean, that's got to be strange. I mean, I I would look and say, get him away from me. Ugh. Well, you know, um, when uh, my girlfriend, who who is now my fiance, was in uh, when congratulations, thank you, thank you very much. Um, she had just come over from England, and she we were shooting Halloween Kills, and she'd only seen everything I was doing from Video Village, so she was at a distance. But we were shooting the end of Halloween Kills, and I had the mask off; I wasn't a character. Oh, so we and saw the ugly face. They, they had to shoot really, really fast. So Chris Nelson came over to apply the mask because I can't do it myself. And when the mask goes on. It's not me anymore. I changed. I, I become the shape. And Sarah said it was bone chilling, like the difference in me. And she obviously we know each other intimately, but she said it was bone chilling. The, sh the shift that happened in me when I when that mask went on. So it's it's a it's, it's a it's a spiritual experience. It's, it's a deep place. Well, a prop like that. Yes, it does make an actor become. Uh, it's hard to do it clean faced. You know, where you have to use your expressions, your eyes and your own face to express what you want to say. You don't have to do that. You just walk in a room and everybody shits. <laughs> I mean, it's really amazing what you do. It's a brilliant job. Thank brilliant, you. brilliant character. So and you should be very proud of what you do because you've scared the hell out of so many people. <laughs> and, and and Halloween, Halloween Kills, I think, was like one of the top movies of 2021. It yeah, it yeah, definitely had one of the best opening weekends of any movie takeaway Spider-Man. And Jamie got such wonderful reviews. My God, the oh. reviews that Jamie got were brilliant. So I want to like go back. So I started this show. Uh, Ron's been on. So we're we're 14 years old, and I actually started the show as more of a horror show. It was a shitty radio show out um, of Florida. Um, so. <laughs> So we started the show 14 years ago, mostly so I could interview all the horror people because I'm a huge horror fan. Like we've had Clive Barker. I mean, we've had like everybody. Then I on, came on, on and it became a movie. Hang on, wait a second. Let me finish my thought. No, I don't want to. So I've had almost every Thanks. actor who's played every, you know, I've had Jason. I've had Pinhead. I've had I've had all the different people who come on uh, on the show. Um, and I think that. I was the most excited about you because I, I actually think that Michael Myers is probably out of out of the major horror icons of the last uh, from my childhood. I think he's the most iconic out of everybody. You know, you have Freddie, Jason and Michael Myers are, and then Pinhead are probably the four you know biggest ones. But I think Michael Myers is the most iconic one out of all of them. And the fact that, you know, you're you're, you're, yourself you're like in the most man. that you're the most icon like that. Now you messed up my train of thought, dumbass. You don't, you don't have it. <laughs> 
You don't have a train of thought. No, I do have, have a train no of thought. thought. You're old. No, everybody's asking these questions. So that's why I'm bringing it up. So how how is it for you in we're your ma- head that you get to play? The, you know, basically the not including Dracula and and Frankenstein, probably the most iconic character in the movie history. You know what it is about his character that's so frightening? His silence. <laughs> He is silent. He appears. Okay, but I want to know how he, he thinks. stands there and scares you. What because do you think of he's that? He's silent. Like the, the fact that you you're actually playing the most iconic horror you know character in the history of movies. Well, I I, I think part of it is um well for me I, I I actually I have to say I don't intellectualize because this is such a, a spiritual experience and it's really important for the first second and third films that I'm in exactly the same spiritual place. Mm-hmm. So I have not really intellectualized what i do or or, or uh, only to to the point where i feel immense gratitude to be in the place that i'm in and to be working with david gordon green and andy and and jamie and and simmons and like you know all the people that you know i'm working with my halloween family um i'm incredibly grateful to meet the fans when i go to conventions and sign autographs people like yourselves i mean who are just beautiful human beings that i get to have interactions with because i get to do this when I'm finished with Halloween ends, um, then I will answer that question at a much more deep, you know. Okay. Now, when so you, we'll bring wait, you back. Wait, when you do, when you do signings, do you wear the mask? No. When I'm done working, I. I no, no. When you go to the, the signings where you get like fifty bucks a picture or whatever it is you get, and you sign those things, are you masked or do you have? No, you no. Have your, so you're in your your own face. No, no, I, I, those two masks I have, the, the hero mask that I wore on those, I have not put them on since I worked, and I won't. So and in other I, words, if I saw you at a, at a thing and I wanted a picture with you, it would be you as you are now, not in character. Uh, I won't do that. But do you know how many women have asked me to wear that mask and, um, and, and perform? <laughs> no, well, you know, you know, you, that's a little crazy too. No, it would have to. No, that that's no. Listen, that's part of his job, and he, be, and he should be paid for it if that's what they want. Did you hear what he just said? What? What did he say? He said, "How many women have approached him to wear the mask and perform sex?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a woman's fantasy to get screwed by you with the mask on. That's some crazy. Not shit. me. Not me. Not- <laughs> Listen, even though in the chat room they're saying how good looking you are. Listen, I I I am in dozens of horror movies. Okay, I I have a couple coming up. I dislike them intensely. I don't like working in them. I work in them because I love the people I work with, and it's only work offered me. <laughs> but um, I'm not a fan of 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 the one that I dislike the most is the guy that stuck the knife through the bed and. Freddy Krueger and Freddy Krueger. I think he's the most hideous thing also. And she was on the show and I didn't know who she was, the actress. And I said, oh, I hate that guy that stuck the knife through the bed and killed a lady. She said, that was me. I said, no, you were the woman in the bed. Scary stuff. I don't find it. I don't find it entertainment. Uh, But people do, of course. I love it. In other words, so I love it. I have everything I have. You know, I see when, I, when I go to sleep, by the way, everybody, Halloween Kills came out yesterday. So if you want to buy the DVD, you can get it out right now. There's even Best Buy even has this cool like metal tin box. that has got a, a, like a, two of them in it or whatever. Right. But the movies actually like came out yesterday. So if you haven't seen it, you definitely want to get it and you want to see it. Uh, so you're ready for when Halloween ends comes out this October. Or is it coming out this October or next October? Uh, no, this October. It'll be this done. October. That's right. Well, you guys I, I will watch this movie, but I. 
we watch TV in bed at night before we fall asleep. And I say to him, put the Carol Burnett show on reruns because I dream about what I see before I fall asleep. I would not want to see your movie and then fall asleep because I would have a bad dream. But I promise <laughs> you, I will see your movie when it comes out because now I know you and I know what you look like. So you're not going to scare me anymore. <laughs> I knew what you looked like anyway. So were you were you a horror movie fan in general? Like, did you watch horror movies in your younger life or as you were growing up? Oh, man. Um, you know, when we were kids, you know, those are the old days. Like on Friday nights, uh, when I was a little kid, I was in Cleveland, Ohio. Then we moved to South Carolina when I was 14. Um, there was a guy named Gilardi on Friday nights who did horror films. And my dad was this big six foot five inch, 250 pound man. And he would We'd sit in front of the couch, my brothers and I, he'd wrap his big arms around us, and we'd watch horror films together. So the, all the classics, you know, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein and The Mummy and Dracula and all those great old films. So those are a huge part of my, of my memory of my childhood and my connection with my dad. They never scared me. Those movies never scared me. I found them entertaining. Why your movie and the movies like your movie scare me so. No, one of them scared you. They all scare me because you know why? I go out, I go to Walmart and I see people that look just like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets scared too because what's the movie that you and Sal used to get scared of? Uh, Night of the, Night Li of the Living Night Dead. Of the, the original, original Night of the Living Night Dead. Night of the Living Dead. When we saw it in the theater back in 1960, whatever, no one, no one had ever produced such a film in the world. It was unheard of to see people eating bloody, fleshy arms and legs. It was never seen. So therefore, we had no idea what to see, what we expected. When I went home, I, I had to sleep with lights on. It was terrifying. That film was, was, was nauseating. You know, that these dead bodies were eating the guy on the barbecue on the truck. He barbecued his arm. I mean, you know, and that film was $63,000 to make. And today it's the number one cult film of horror films. Oh, it's, it's amazing. The, 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 I love that film. The black and white original. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the other one was uh, the the pod with the pods, oh, uh, invasion of the body snatchers. The, the invasion of the original one, the original black and white invasion of the body snatchers. That film was eerie. See, eerie back then was scary. Today, it's frightening. What they like, you are frightening. No, seriously, we know you're coming on the screen, and we're saying to ourselves, "Oh Christ, here he comes! Oh my God, he's gonna, <laughs> oh that 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 son of a bitch is going to be there in two minutes to do something." Oh my God, there he is, there he is, and we look at you, and it's like, "Oh, I can't," and that's wonderful. I I I it love it. Really, is art. It's, I love it's acting. All the Halloween movies. I'm very good friends with Dag Ferrick, who played young Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And actually, I'm a publicist. That's how I support myself. And he's one of my clients. And so um, I'm I'm I represent a lot of like people in the horror. We movie know a genre. lot of horror people. And um, so lot. so I, I've always loved all of all the different ones. Did you watch like were you like a pinhead Friday the 13th? Like, did you like any of those movies? I also like saw a lot like the, the torture porn. Like, oh, thing. oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Wait, wait. I want to let him <laughs> wait. I got to ask him my famous question. Oh, that horrible movie that I will never watch. Oh, oh. The one with the... With the oh, so he has... Okay. There's ha a movie out that's so disgusting, I wouldn't Did watch it. Did you ever see... Um, on a bet. Uh, what's it centipede? called? What's it called? The centipede? No. Human centipede. Did you ever see the human centipede? No. No. Don't. Oh, really? No, don't. 
don't. The human centipede. We had everybody from the first movie on our show, and I felt so bad for them. And uh, and um, now I think the tell them the about star, the movie. The, what the, the, the guy like uh, kidnaps this Russian doctor kidnaps three people. And he sews the first guy's there, and he sews the second person's mouth to the first guy's ass, and then the third person's one to the second guy's ass, and then he feeds them. And when he feeds the front one, when the front one poops, you know, it feeds the second one, and when she poops, it feeds the third one. And they made three of these movies. Now that's um, entertainment. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I would never watch that disgusting. I've seen show. all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a nut. You're a nut. I had him on the show before, Ronky. Actually, it's something you. The first one is actually good. The second oh, one and third on, one are Jimmy. terrible. It's disgusting. The second one they do it with twelve people, and the third one they make all the prisoners in a prison get lined up with like three hundred. I mean, them. what kind of mentally ill person? Even Roxy, that? our sound engineer, saying it's very disturbing. <laughs> no, it, it, it's not. It's not entertainment. But let's go back though. So what Again, about when he walks into a room? Silence is what he has. His biggest weapon is his silence because he stands there staring at you like a like I don't know what the fuck he thinks he's looking at. So so scary. So go back. So with all the different franchises, were you a fan of the other franchises? I'm sure you were a fan of the Halloween franchise because everybody likes Halloween. Well, most everybody likes Halloween. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I mean the, th the thing is, I'm a film fan. So you know, I, I I mean, knowing that I was gonna be a filmmaker as a kid, I watched as much as I could. I watch as much as I can, you know, and I go through fits and, and you know, where I watch lots of stuff and then I don't watch things. Um, I think as far as the horror genre goes, I'd have to say my favorite is Robert England's um, Freddy. I, I okay, think. that's the one he gets freaked out about. Freddy scares me to death, Walt. I hate him. <laughs> I love him. I hate Freddy. Robert, Freddy, I'm very happy to hear that. With those big long nails and that ugly face. Knives. I love And that Freddy. creature walks the streets at night hiding behind trees. Who needs it? It's scary. Ugh. So funny. I, I, I went. Robert England did an amazing job. I think he he, he oh, really. I think he's wonderful. His character is oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Okay, so then I have a question. Being a you're a, a film enthusiast, also, so when they did the remake of of Nightmare on Elm Street and they used the guy who was in the Bad News Bears, now I forgot his name, but to play Freddy Krueger, did you like the remake or you didn't like the remake? You know, I have a thing about remakes. I don't watch them. Oh, I don't good like for you. and I don't like them. I, you know what? I commend you on that because I watch them and then I'm so disappointed that they touched them in the first place. Nope. Listen, yeah. um, when a film is famous, it belongs to the actors that were in it. Like Gone with the Wind, you can't make that again. Or Casablanca, agreed. you can't make that again. And they've tried and without success. I don't care. Leave, leave, leave it alone. When, it, you know I mean? when it's an original, leave it alone. Yes. I agree. I agree. 100%. You know, Jimmy, we, I have pictures with that Kruger creep. I have, I have lots of them. We He's met on him at one of the Comic Cons things. And I have a video and series. And he was the nicest fellow, uh, by the Robert way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, ha I have a video series because I, uh, I used to go to the conventions and I used to be a clothing designer and I would give the clothes and they would all come to my room. That's how I met them all. And then I would get them on our show as guests. That's how I launched the show in the first place. And nice. so I have a video series called Jimmy Stars the Shit where Robert England does it in his Freddy voice. He goes, he goes, ah, ha, 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 Jimmy Starr is the shit. No, we met him and, at a uh, con con convention of some kind, and he was dressed in character. Have you have you been to Spooky Empire ever in Orlando? Was that where we met him? No. Uh, there's two in Orlando. I've done one, but I can't remember which once one. With Petey, once with Petey. Once with Petey is the guy who owns a Petey Mangieli or something like that. But that's an actual good one that you should go to. That's how I met. Um, who's your convention rep? Uh, Sean Clark. Okay, that's where I met. I, I'm good friend. I, I I used to hang out anyway, with him. Anyway, the, the Kruger guy 
was really a very nice. And I told him, I said, you are absolutely revolting and disgusting. And he thanked me. I went to, <laughs> no, I, he did. He said, thank you very much, Ron. That's what I try to do. I said, you scare the hell out of anybody. I said, you know, you're oh, really, yeah. he's really disgusting looking in character. Ugh. Oh, oh, yeah. He's fabulous. Okay, so well, that's, that's, that's his gig. Do you that's like the pen? Do you, so if you didn't watch the remakes, did, are you a fan? Because I'm a big fan of the Hellraiser series. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, but here's the thing. Um, and, and it's not like I've been hitting the head a lot. Um, and I also grew up in the 70s in South Carolina, and that was the 60s coming late because South Carolina's behind in everything. So, <laughs> that's not nice. South Carolina is a that's great true, place. though. It's a great place. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go, no, go, no, go. no, I'm going to get shot. Yeah, so, so I had, but no, I had this tendency. Um, I, I had this tendency of forgetting things. So I can watch movies and really absorb them, really be involved, and then I forget. If you start talking about the movie, then I'll start to remember it, then I'll remember the movie. But I, I, I can't remember women I've dated. I can't remember places I've been. And I've always been this way. I was this way before. Oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> now, listen, I'm going to ask you. Yes, that's good. I'm going to ask Jimmy to do something. Jimmy, uh -huh. I think we should invite this fella to some of the red carpets that we go to major red carpets, not little cheesy movies. I think he could meet a lot of interesting people and it would be really nice for you to go because they're fun. Uh, horror movies that are really good ones, not junk. And of course, when your film comes out, to be a big wig to go to his film. No, well, 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 we're big wig. Maybe he'll invite us because I'll cover it. I'm, I'm an interviewer. I cover major movie stars. Everybody and, in the chat room also was agreeing with like I mean, not I, seeing the not I, seeing the. I've, the in, I've, I've interviewed the, the, the greatest legends of Hollywood, so you could invite us on the carpet, and Jimmy and I will definitely review you and your movie. I mean, oh it's a little deal. You could do it if you want to be big hearted. I mean, you could be a big Joe and say, yeah, Ron, let's do it. <laughs> or, or you could be a screamy little nothing and say, oh, fuck him. I'm not inviting him anywhere. <laughs> I like love it. So, so so if you want, we would love to attend the screening so are you of your, your movie. Are you in your 60s? Yeah, I'm going to be 65 in a couple of weeks. Good for you. Yeah, that is good for you. Good for you. I'm 81 and I'm still working. No, you look great, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's really it's so much is about your heart and your mind right you i'm know, young i'm not 81. i, I was born that 1940 but my mind really was born in 19. so this is so here's something i like to ask uh, uh all the actors who come on um especially ones who've already worked with a lot of cool people but uh and I, you might have heard it if you your were hands in the room, way of my face uh, in the last one uh so so uh buck, bucket list male and female actor that you would like to work with uh, if you had an opportunity, who's some people that you think would be a lot of fun to work with? And number two, if you could have ever been in any, and they could be alive or dead. Uh, and if you could have ever uh, be in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as an actor to work with, uh, a Basil Rathbone. Oh. Wow. Wow. I also thought he was a wonderful character. When he did Sherlock Holmes and all those wonderful Dracula, uh, you know, Frankenstein movies. I agree with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, uh, Captain Blood. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Hollywood, I mean. Oh, yeah. He was quite an actor. Oh, yeah. I yeah. agree with you 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, that's wow. your male. Give us a female. Wow, that was a good You know, it's hard because I, I, um, I you know, Raquel Welch. No. Just, 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 a, no. just a nuzzle. Don't mention her name. 
How come? She's not nice. <laughs> she's difficult. She's temperamental. We invited her on our show, and she was like, absolutely never would I ever go on your show because we had to send her one of them. <laughs> no, she could, she could have said no, thank you. She had to go and be nasty. No, I knew Betty Davis really well. And Betty, okay. I asked Betty, I said, what's that rock? She said, that bitch. She said, I worked with her. I wanted to kill her. Betty Davis couldn't stand Raquel Welch for one minute. Raquel was an impossible prima donna, and she tried to out prima donna Betty Davis. And who in their right mind would try to outdo Betty Davis? No, Nobody. no, no. No, Nobody. I, I, I didn't say like Audrey Hepburn, really, because. Yes, Dream Doll. Mr. Know? Black, Mr. Blackwell was my best friend. And I asked him about two people, Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn. And he said Audrey Hepburn in person was as she was on screen. Wow. Delicious, delectable, and wow. sweet and charming. Grace Kelly, he said, was not the lady she played. He said she would bang the local gas station guy. <laughs> yeah, if you've read David Niven's book, Bring on the Empty, uh, uh, The Moons of Balloon, Bring on the Empty Horses, um, uh, he, he, he talks about that. Yes. Yeah, Grace Kelly was a hottie. She liked to bang her leading men. How about that with you? Now, you're going to, you have a fiance, okay, and you're going to be married, I assume. Now, what if some gorgeous, sexy young tomato is in the movie and she's making a play for you and you have to make out with her and you have to be. He has to kill her. Wait, he no, 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 no. I'm doing, he's not only, a, he's an actor. He, tomorrow, he could be a leading man in the movie and you have, you're naked and you're in bed with her making love to her. What goes on in your head? Um, if, again, you're in the moment. I mean, you're you're in the moment. It's it's you, you're in the moment, believing the moment, and then as soon as that moment's done, just leave it behind and go. See, if I was in bed naked with Rock Hudson, it would never happen that way. <laughs> <laughs> I would have grabbed and felt as much as I could before they said cut. <laughs> we're married. We're married, by the way. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, but I knew Roy Rock. I knew him. And he was a saint. He was a, the most beautiful human. I've heard so many wonderful things. About oh, him. he was a beautiful a boy. He was a boy. And it was sinful what happened to him and how they disgraced him in that awful movie yeah. where they said he had a black lover and at the Academy Awards announced that he was gay. None of that was true. And to do that to Roy was a terrible thing because he was a really a sweetie pie of a guy. And I forgot what the name of that show. It was like Hollywood something I on Netflix. Even, I wouldn't even give it credit. Uh, it was about the gas station behind that had the mobile home right. behind it, and like it was they would trash. hook everybody up for sex. Oh, it was trash. They Sorry. trashed a lot of dead people who can't argue, but I do it for them. Rock Hudson was a gentle, kind, very funny guy. Loved to play practical jokes, complimentary, and down to earth. Not a movie star at all. He was uh, just a nice fella. If you met him, you'd have been his buddy. I, I, I had that feeling. I mean, he. he so those, a, the, so people that write that trash about him, I want to kill them. All wrong, folks. Don't believe it. Rock never had a black lover. He never announced he was gay at the Academy Awards. That's all bullshit. How they get away with it because he's dead, I'll never know. I, I haven't got time for that stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, well, what about you now? What if they said that crap about you after you kicked the bucket? <laughs> Well, I mean, you would you 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 wouldn't like it. You, I hope you don't kick the bucket for no, a very long. But time. you 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 wouldn't like it, right? No, no, I no, certainly no. wouldn't like it. No, it's terrible what the media. But you does. are gay. No, but but so, yeah. That, <laughs> so they say that you're my lover. And you're yeah, but you're my lover and you're black. You're not black. You're far, fr you're far from it. You're English. So where do you actually do you actually live in, in L.A.? 
No, I actually moved back to South Carolina um, a few Good years ago. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, it's it's you know, and 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 Sarah and I are looking like we're in Columbia right now, where where I went to high school and college. Uh, but you know, my family, I have six brothers. I have nieces and nephews. I have cousins. So sure, I family counts. Hmm? And also, my friend, you could walk to Atlanta to make movies. Oh yeah. Well, we're I shooting mean, the next one in Savannah. Yeah, it's a movie. Oh, that's great. Atlanta is now the movie capital of the world. No longer Hollywood. I understand Spielberg wants to open in South Carolina, and quite a few other people no, want in Atlanta. In Atlanta, not South Carolina. No, no, he wants to open in South Carolina. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. because of the tax break and all the goodies they give you if you film in South Carolina. Very, you, you know. It, no, there is no tax break in South Carolina. It's Atlanta. Maybe then I've got that. <laughs> oh yeah, South Carolina too. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and the and the prop the land is far cheaper in South Carolina to build a major studio than Atlanta. We have uh, but East Coast is definitely going to be the new Hollywood. I produce a lot oh. of films, and I have nine of them that we're going to be doing in Atlanta. Oh, I nice. can't wait because I love Atlanta, and I do love South Carolina because oh, I love well, I love Hilton Head. I go to Hilton Head all the time. I've got good friends there. And Hilton Head is probably one of the most beautiful East Coast towns, you know, that there is. Have you ever I mean, been to so, Hilton Head? So have you been to Bluffton, which is right outside of Hilton Head? Yes, yes. yes. But have you ever been to that, that promenade area there, that beautiful? Beautiful. Yep. It's what I love. Listen. So my brother, Bill, who's a politician, he designed, developed it, and still owns about half of it. Oh, wow. Well, good for beautiful. you. And he worked I, years to make that happen. But I said to Jimmy, California is turning into dust for many reasons. It's not the desirable place to live any longer. And I think if we move that South Carolina, Hilton Head is one of our options oh. because we want to work out of Atlanta. And I'm a New Yorker. So what is it for me to drive eight hours up to New York, you know, eight, 10 hours, whatever it is. So oh, I'm okay. thinking of uh, South Carolina. And it's also very easy living. The houses are not expensive. And oh, my God. It's a beautiful place, so and it's beautiful. Sweet. The people are so sweet and so friendly. And, Absolutely. And, and, and it's a beautiful terrain. And I mean, I'm a the, tennis player. The, the, oh, the, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's a it's a beautiful. If you look at South Carolina, it's quite beautiful. No, I, I like South Carolina. That's why before when you said that remark, I went, Ooh, no, oh. No, no, no. I was, but I, I, that's a standard joke because really. Yeah, I know that. You did come late to South Carolina. It's South one of my favorite places is Hilton Head. I, I adore Hilton Head. I mean, when we're there, we listen to this story. I'm walking with my friends, and he's a big surgeon, you know, a lung doctor and his wife. And we're walking, and I said, you know what? Look at all this dog poop all over this ground. It's disgusting. Nobody cleans up the dog shit. They went hysterical laughing. They said, Ron, that's mud from the cleats of the golfers. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was all little dogs poop all over. Well, we were roaring. They still do it. Whenever I go, they say, Ron, be careful of the dog poop. So it's a joke. But Hilton Head is really quite a beautiful oh, And you're going to like love Savannah. Filming in Savannah I love beautiful. Savannah. Savannah is gorgeous. Savannah is yeah. What a town. Fabulous. Where are you filming? In the ma major city? The, the inner Yeah, and a, lot, a lot will be in the historic district. Oh, um, my God. Is it gorgeous there? Yeah. Wait till you get that on film. What Can we talk about it? Uh, a little bit. Um, uh, what what character do you play? No, he's doing the same movie, Halloween Ends. Oh, they, oh they're going to do it in Oh, that's scary. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. really scary because yeah. Savannah is scary. I mean, certain parts of Savannah, the old part, are very, very yeah. Jack the Ripper-ish. Oh, my God. This film I'm not going to watch. 
<laughs> so you guys too i will for you remember remember you. too you guys you got to follow james on his instagram it's james jude courtney uh j-a-m-e-s-j-u-d-e-c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y he's also you're also james jude Cor no james j courtney on on uh twitter yeah and because i followed you earlier today i think on twitter and um uh, you want to see Halloween and Halloween Kills? You should go back and see some of his other stuff. You were also on an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which everybody makes a big deal about, and I have to say I didn't see it. Uh, I don't think I saw it at least because I never, I didn't watch that many Buffy episodes. But, but uh, whenever I mention uh, you, people are like, "Oh, did you see him on?" Everybody always talks about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So whatever episode you were on, you must have made a big splash. Well, it's it, it's kind of interesting to me the the, the 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 crossover here because the character I played, Derek Kinderstone, I killed children in their sleep, the little bastards. Oh Jesus and, Christ! And so, what the hell else do you do? What, uh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you killed children in their sleep. They, you know, little rats. Who I mean, wrote that? <laughs> who wrote that? <laughs> little rats. Oh my! God. So I'm wait, really... wait, let him finish because we only have a couple minutes. So, okay. but here's here's the thing: is it's the character is very similar to the shape to Michael Myers. Sarah Marie Geller is very similar to Jamie Lee Curtis, just an amazing woman. Like you sit down with a human being and you're captivated immediately. Sure. And you're moved by their, their spirit and their intelligence and their creativity. That's Sarah Marie Geller. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I love it. And that was Tony Curtis. I like Which I, I, it would have been nice to meet him. I mean, Tony Curtis was sitting next. I was with Jane Russell at a signing because I'm Jane's good friend. And Tony was sitting next to me. Mamie Van Doren came over and she said, is that Tony? I said, yes. She sits on Tony's lap. Tony yes. grabs her long hair, covers both their faces. And I hear Mamie say, oh, Tony, Tony, you're still a filthy pig. <laughs> <laughs> God knows what he was saying to Mamie Van Doren. <laughs> Tony had a humor that was wonderful. You, you should have met Tony. Was a funny guy. You'd have got along fine with him. Oh He's man, yeah, funny guy I, I, and a I'm, wonderful painter. Really? Yeah, he went to England and he said, "When I get back, Ron, come to the house in Vegas and we'll do a thing about my painting." I said, "Great," but then he passed away in England, so I never got to do that. But it would have been a wonderful interview of mine, interviewing Tony Curtis in his house in Las Vegas with his paintings. He painted beautiful color and flowers, you know, big stuff. And I understand they're getting quite a bit of money for them now. Oh, what well, I like, sure. love it. Tony was more than an actor; he was quite a person. Do you paint? <laughs> no, no, no. I play music. Um, oh, what kind of music? Uh, you know, I just, I do just, just singer-songwriter stuff. I, I, I started playing the bass back in the day, playing a little rock and roll band as a younger man, and then, you know, uh, it, it's, it's more for me at this point in the game. Um, do you have any of it? Is any of it actually public where anybody can hear it? No, no, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty tight right now. I'm one of those guys, man. I don't step into the ring until my chops are tight. I don't, well, I don't if you need any help with smart. that, I, I actually was named the best music publicist in the United States, along with my partner with my company, World Star PR. I work with a lot of famous musicians. He's big and shit. Actors, Did you hear that? And, uh, yeah, man. No, I mean, I work with people from Pink anyway, Floyd, I Guns wanted, N' Roses, wanted, like all kinds of people. And so I want to ask you. I can a, hook you up. I want to ask you a question. How in many, one minute. How many years are you in the business? Uh, I went out to California in 81. I think I started working in about 83, 84. Okay. So you've been yeah, around. 15, you've been around a while. Years. You've been around a while. I like love it. I started in 1959. Uh, there was I, a planet here in 1959. You know. 
<laughs> <laughs> so you guys, this is James Jude Courtney. Please check out Halloween and Halloween Kills this October. He'll be in Halloween Ends. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank your fiance because now that you mentioned her name on here, I know that's who, who helped me set this whole thing up. So, Sarah, uh, thank you for setting this all up. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, congratulations on all your and success. Sarah, I only wish Sarah, you more. You caught a good one, Sarah. Mar yeah, sure. And he did marry too. Him. Marry him. And he did too. So I we don't wanna... know what Sarah's like, but Sarah caught a good No, one. I know because I've been interacting with her okay. on. <laughs> anyway, so, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. And thank you so much for coming on the show. We wish you all the best with the new film. Congratulations on all your success. And happy uh, new year. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, you've been a wonderful guest. I thank you so much for your openness and your honesty. And you've been a contributing guest. Most guests. I once interviewed uh, uh, Cliff Robertson, and all he did was, yup, nope, yup, nope. <laughs> so I had to shake him out of a tree. You know what I said to him? I heard your wife was a real bitch. <laughs> and he said to me, no, she wasn't. She just played bitches. But I got him to talk. You got to like love it. <laughs> anyway, everybody, check out Halloween Kills. It just came out. James, thank you so much. Chat room, thanks, everybody. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Goodbye, you scary Bye. character, you. Ugh. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Come on, Russell.